The sizzle of meat made Theo's stomach twitch. He'd had a very different vision for his future than the reality thrust upon him. One where his dad was around. One in which he was having an awesome time in university, with more real-world sex than lectures. Life wasn't supposed to be like this. Where were all the opportunities? The flying cars? And what had happened to robots taking over jobs so he wouldn't have to toss burgers in a dump like this? Whatever had happened to the dreaded singularity when AI would turn the toaster into mankind's robot overlord? Yet another future prediction that was wildly askew from the facts, robbing his future of any possible thrills or adventures. Four cheese, extra cheese, no greens, Wayne called from the counter. Theo glanced at the customers, who looked almost as greasy as the synthetic meat patties he was preparing. He had never envisioned working in such a menial job, especially in a place that prided itself on serving up burgers that have never seen a real animal or vegetable, but have been grown in petri dishes, then printed into burger-shaped patties straight on the griddle. Despite that, Singer was London's trendiest synthetic eatery, and since leaving college it was the only job he was able to get. All dreams of being an engineer were stomped on the moment his mother had announced she was struggling to pay the bills. And since it was just the two of them, what choice did he have? He watched the genetically engineered proteins turn the burgers a perfect shade of brown in a minute. On autopilot, he dropped slices of substitute cheese, which had no direct genetic bovine link, on them, before sliding them onto the waiting wheat-free buns. Kerry. The girl next in the chain wrapped them in neat paper bundles and added the fries. They at least were real. The entire operation from order to delivery took 60 seconds. The very definition of fast food. He glanced through the serving hatch as three familiar figures entered and headed for a corner table that had just become vacant. Theo took off his apron and tossed it to Kerry. I'm going on my break. He hurried from the kitchen before she could object. Hey, morons, Theo said, extending his arms in welcome to the newcomers. Milton and Clemmy treated him to a subtle nod of the head in reciprocation. Baxter glanced at his wrist, where his never-worn smartwatch would have been. Twenty seconds and the insults are already flying. What kind of welcome is this for your mates? Theo sat on the thin wedge of exposed bench Clemmy had left vacant and tried to ignore the warmth of her thigh. Mates who are only here to eat using my free vouchers, of which I have none left, by the way. Baxter slapped his palms on the table. Then that's me out. I'm not paying to eat this rubbish. Theo ignored him. That was such a dick move you pulled in the game. He shoved Baxter's arm off the table. Unlike their avatars in the game, they were the same height, but Theo's slight frame was far less intimidating. Still, they'd known each other since primary school, seen one another grow, jump at shadows and vomit in sandpits, so there was zero Baxter could do to intimidate him. Baxter caught Milton's eye and automatically targeted him instead. His shapeless mass of auburn hair, gangly build, and nervous reflexes marked him as the card-carrying nerd he was. Baxter stabbed a finger in Milton's direction. 
because that wanker led us into the crater and he even lost his weapon. What the hell are you good for, mate? I meant all of you, snapped Theo. He looked between the scowling boys. Only Clemmy was uninterested, toying with her olive green military satchel bedecked with characters copied from popular games and movies. She had a passion for the antique classics. Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Space Invaders. You all ditched me. Clemmy gave a loud, deliberate snort. You were going to die anyway rushing in like that, and we were seconds away from ejection. She slid her rig from the satchel and put it on. Wearing headsets in public was as ubiquitous as glasses or shades, so nobody would give her a second glance. The device instantly activated in AR, augmented reality, mode, allowing her to see the world around her as high-definition lasers projected social media feeds onto the transparent curved glass visor, seamlessly blending them with reality. AR was considered safe so wasn't subject to the same time constraints that space immersion was. Without the emotional link, the psychological and physical toll couldn't mess you up, but its scope was limited to real-world interaction. Even so, Clemmy's attention was already lost online. Theo looked obliquely at her, willing his temper to maintain boiling point, but instead it evaporated. The fringe of Clemmy's bobbed black hair clung to her sweaty brow, framing her perfectly fused Pakistani and Middle Eastern ancestry. Her dark, almond-shaped eyes flickered across the images reflected on the visor, 